So I want to carry on with the Unity series, if you'd allow me to do that. I'm speaking from Psalm 133, and it says this. It says, how wonderful it is, how pleasant when God's people dwell together in unity. The word unity there means harmony. For unity is as precious as the fragrance oil that's poured over Aaron's head, running down his beard onto the edges of his priestly robe. Unity is as refreshing as the dew on Mount Hermon and the mountains of Israel, and God has commanded his blessing and life eternal forevermore. I think it's so important that we understand this as we go forward as a church into the next decade. I honestly believe we have no future if there's not a spirit of unity in the house. I believe unity is the work of God way more than the work of man. I cannot, I'm not big enough, smart enough, intelligent enough to unite a diverse group of people to go in the same direction. But I do believe God's big enough to speak to your heart, to speak to a person that's moved from a different continent to a different city, a different culture. I do believe the work of the Holy Spirit can speak to each and every one of us, male and female, older and younger, and somehow in a simplistic way reassure us that we can go in the same direction because of the beautiful Savior that we share. So I believe unity is way more the work of God than it is the work of man. But the one that I want to focus on today in these next few moments is when there's unity in God's house, the Holy Spirit leads and progress is made. When there's unity in the house of God, the Holy Spirit leads and progress is made. I just think it's so important that we understand that the Holy Spirit is the one that leads the church. The Holy Spirit was the one that helped Jesus to make the Father's intentions become tangible on earth. Jesus said to his disciples, let me read it to you, Acts chapter 1. Dear friend, this is Luke writing, Luke the doctor, Luke the academic, Luke the historian, Luke the incredible guy is writing in Acts chapter 1. He says, dear friend who loves God, in my first letter, the gospel of Luke, I told you about Jesus, his life and teachings and how he returned to heaven after giving his chosen apostles further instructions from the Holy Spirit. During the 40 days after his crucifixion, he appeared to the apostles from time to time, actually alive, and proved to them in many ways that he was really himself that they were seeing. And on these occasions, he talked to them about the kingdom of God. In one of these meetings, he told them not to leave Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit came upon them in the fulfillment of the Father's promise a matter that he had previously discussed with them. John baptized you with water only, but you shall be baptized also with the Holy Spirit in just a few days. And then when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will receive power. You will receive power to testify about me with great effect. So the people in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth about my death and resurrection. I think it's so important that we remind ourselves again, church, local church, New Testament church, Hillsong Berlin, that we've been positioned for all that God intends for the future. We're here today on time, going in the right direction, believing that we are a part of God's eternal plan and His promise for humanity. And I want you to be encouraged today about the power of unity, about accepting your part and realizing it's the work of God stirring your heart It's I want to, not I have to. So let me give you some perspective about this because now we're into Acts chapter 13. 
and I've continued from all the other stories and all the other examples, but we get to Acts chapter 13. And this is where the church continues to expand into new territory and Paul and Barnabas' missionary journeys begin to unfold. In other words, let me say it this way. The progress of the church has always been with the help of the Holy Spirit. Why am I saying that? Because for Hillsong Berlin to move into the next 10 years, we're going to need the Holy Spirit. We're going to need you listening to the Holy Spirit. We're going to need me listening to the Holy Spirit. We're going to need the leading of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. And I just love because this is the story of the book of Acts. This is the acts of the Holy Spirit. This is the acts of those who followed wholeheartedly God's leading through the Holy Spirit. And so where could we be going? What venues are going to open up for us? Who is going to be coming? And who is going to step up to the calling that God has put on their lives? And there's so much about the work of the Holy Spirit. We're crazy to think that we can do this without the Holy Spirit. Amen? And so you can see if you look here that there's such a stirring of the Holy Spirit in the lives of God's people. And Acts chapter 13 gives us that insight. And Jesus reminds us again, Acts chapter 1, don't go anywhere till you get the Holy Spirit. Because when you get the Holy Spirit, He's going to take you. He's going to lead you. He's going to show you things to come. He's going to lead you into all truth. And He's going to help you and remind you when it gets tough. And so that's why I love reading this for the moment. So we find out in Acts chapter 13 that there is already something happening in the church. There's an incredible guy called Stephen who is used by God powerfully, but his life is taken. And there's a persecution that breaks out with the believers. And they end up leaving Jerusalem, forced to leave and go to other lands. And so we find out that obviously some of them turned up in Antioch. In that day, it was Antioch in Syria. And there was a church that started up there and there was a whole lot of people gathering, prophets and teachers and believers, followers of Jesus. And it's in this moment that really we get our first reference, what we understand today. It's where others started to call the followers of Jesus Christians, Christ-like. They're acting like Christ. (laughs) They're acting like they're anointed. They're acting like the oil's got on them. They're acting like they've been praying. They're acting like they're in touch with heaven and the Holy Spirit. They're unusual people. They're bold people. They're going forward kind of people. No problems and trials and mountains are going to slow them down kind of people. They're not easily giving up kind of people. Can I get an amen in this place today? Where are we going to go in the next 10 years? What challenges are we going to face? What mountains are going to come our way? Be encouraged the Holy Spirit has always helped God's people to move forward. And so we find out Acts chapter 13 in the church at Antioch in Syria there were some prophets and teachers. There was Barnabas, uh, Lucius from the city of Cyrene, which is Libya. Uh, Manny or whatever his name is, let's call him Manny. And he had grown up under King Herod. And then we have Saul who became Paul. And these men were all serving the Lord and fasting when the Holy Spirit said to them, you know, you want to hear the Holy Spirit? Start getting serious about serving God. Start praying and fasting. In other words, preparing your heart to hear from heaven in Jesus' name because He does speak to you and He will lead you and He does all always lead His church. So they were all serving the Lord. They were fasting. The Holy Spirit spoke to them. Appoint Barnabas and Saul to the special work for me. They are the ones I have chosen to do this. 
So the church fasted and prayed. They laid their hands on Paul and Saul and sent them out. And sent them out. You know, I would need you to understand this, that if you can take all the context of what I'm giving right now, is that the church that we know and that we're a part of, you'll understand your heritage, your story by reading the book of Acts. But if you read these things, it will just let you know that the, the, the power was the Holy Spirit. The power was that God was leading through the Holy Spirit. And um, what I, I want to just mindful of right now is that the things that come to mind when I read this for myself and wanted to share with you today is this. Activity doesn't mean progress. Activity doesn't mean progress. We can have a whole lot of activity, but it doesn't mean we're going anywhere. We can sing a whole lot of songs, but it doesn't mean anybody's getting help. We can have a whole lot of series and messages and, 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 and proclamations and declarations, but it doesn't mean anybody's changing their lives. Amen. Yeah. I believe that activity doesn't guarantee progress. I believe activity, Holy Spirit activity, Holy Spirit-led activity, Holy Spirit decisions will always lead to incredible productivity, progress. I believe the Holy Spirit in your life will help lead you to a life of progress. How many of us have sat there and felt like I'm going nowhere, doing nothing, feel like I'm almost becoming bored in my faith? My friend, you cannot be in a local church that is committing to seeing lost sons and daughters come home and get bored. (laughs) You've got to reconnect with the Holy Spirit. You've got to reconnect with your heavenly Father. And I believe that when you start to just open up to what God has for you, because activity doesn't mean progress. I'm believing that if we'll open up to the Holy Spirit and let Him lead us, that the activity that we have, the dinner parties are going to take us somewhere. The the gatherings are going to take us somewhere. The young people getting together are going to take us somewhere. And so I believe that activity, Holy Spirit activity, can lead to a whole lot of progress. And I'm believing for our services to have the presence of God on it. And I'm believing that there's a flow of oil to each and every one of you. Amen. You can be doing things. Listen to me. You can be doing things and going nowhere. it's, It's getting the Holy Spirit on what you're doing. It's getting Holy Spirit on what you're doing that will take you somewhere. And I really believe that's a big difference. Don't just have activity and go nowhere. Be big enough to bring the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit. Uh, but when, you, when your life is surrendered to, surrendered to Christ, He will give you the Holy Spirit to lead you. So when you surrender your life to stay surrendered to the Holy Spirit, stay surrendered to Christ, He will give you the Holy Spirit to lead you into better days. God can speak to you in isolation, a quiet place, but He will broaden you and strengthen you and transform you in a bigger place called community. You don't need just a quiet place. You also need community. You can have an idea in a quiet place, but your idea will get bigger and better in a community. Oh, this is a great phone, Steve Jobs said, but he had to introduce it to a world. You can have a great idea, but the idea doesn't mean anything if you're the only one with the idea. You have to submit your idea to a community. You have to bring it out of you into a bigger world. Oh, I don't like your idea. And now you're offended. No, the truth is it's a great idea, but you've got to submit it to a bigger environment, a community, a diverse world will always make your idea richer, bigger, better, incredible. You cannot keep it to yourself. And that's why the church was expanding and it was moving out into the uncomfortable. And I believe for Hillsong Berlin, we've got to be bold enough and brave enough to let the Holy Spirit lead us, lead us into these new locations, lead us into these new cities. If God can move you, He can use you. 
the story of humanity is a story of migration. You'll find very strong consistency wherever people move, God turns up. God's people moved from Egypt and they were moving to a promised land and God showed His faithfulness. There are many men and women leaving nations, leaving hostile countries, war, torn, famine, infested nations, corruption, crime, hostility, and they're moving and they are often facing death, pain, famine. Sometimes they are facing kindness, hospitality. But what I'm trying to say to you is, if God can move you, He can use you. God has always found Himself working when people are vulnerable. You see, if you settle, you can put your roots down, not in Him, but in what you start. You start trusting your roots. Trust God, you start to trust your roots, the soil, the creation, the things that now you get your hope in, you put your trust in. And I'm telling you, when you start to move, God starts to move. So don't be discouraged when you've started to move. Maybe the job's closed. God's trying to move you. Maybe the door's shut. God's trying to open another one. Maybe He's trying to move you to something bigger, to something better. But listen to me, if God can move you, He can use you. It's when you refuse to move, it makes it harder for God to use you. So be open to moving. Be open to joining a team. Be open to joining a dinner party. Be opening to take a new job. Be open to moving. Moving your heart. Moving your mind. Don't fix your mindset. Have a growth mindset. If I don't try anything, I'll never know. If I don't step out, I'll never know. If you never ask her out on a coffee day, you'll never know. But listen to what happens. There's unity in the house. New territory is about to be taken. The Holy Spirit sets out a couple of people to take new territory. And I want you to know that this is an incredible story because I'm telling you, this is where you and I have all benefited because Paul and Barnabas, they get on a boat and they head to Cyprus. On that island, they get to lead a governor to Christ. From that island, they sail to a nation which we now know today as Turkey, modern day Turkey. And the whole church that you and I know about came out of this story. So they head from Antioch into Cyprus and they face opposition. And anytime you're going to step out, you're going to face opposition. Anytime you're going to take new ground, there's going to be opposition. In this situation, it was opposition from a Jewish sorcerer, a magician. And I'm telling you, no enemy can pick a a fight with God's people because if God's hand upon you, no weapon formed you can prosper. This sorcerer picked the wrong fight with the wrong people. And he ended up being blind and going nowhere, doing nothing. I'm telling you, the enemy wants to blind you, but God wants to bring light so you can see. And the very thing the enemy uses against you is the same thing he has to suffer. And I'm telling you, when people try to stop God's work, it works against them. God tries to, God never brings confusion to you, but the enemy will try to confuse you. My friend, I'm telling you, do not allow the enemy to confuse what God has made clear. And so it goes on basically that this person ended up being blind himself and could not do anything. 
And this is what it says. They get on a boat to Turkey and John Mark leaves them. John Mark who obviously is a part of this story. And sometimes people do leave the story. Some people do leave the church. Some people do leave Hillsong Berlin. My encouragement is if you read the Bible later on, he comes back and he becomes a great leader in the house. So don't be discouraged with those who have left. Pray for them, believe God for them because I'm telling you, John Mark came back and Paul says himself, he is useful for the work of the kingdom. So don't give up on friends that have turned their back and don't give up on those who maybe have pulled away because the Bible says that God has not given up, amen? So let's not give up on friends who maybe have pulled back from the things of God. But it goes on and it says they go to another city and they declare the goodness of Jesus, but the Jews cause trouble And so they move on into another city and the Jews caused trouble again and tried to divide people's hearts. And it says that people believed, but the Jews caused trouble and they tried to... So everywhere they were trying to take the gospel, the good news about what Jesus had done, there were people that were trying to basically undermine and bring another message. And Paul basically kept seeing the goodness of God and they go to another city and They went to a place called Lastria. And this is where eventually on the second ministry trip, Paul finds Timothy, young Timothy, who becomes a great leader in the house of God, in the things of God. They go to another city and basically they get to all these cities in Turkey and they start to double back and they say, why don't we go back to the cities we found? And they go back and they go back and they go back to this town that they just spoken at and saw people come and listen there's always three kinds of people when you preach the good news some believe some want to know more and some reject that happened for Paul it happened for Jesus it will happen for you and I don't worry about the rejectors just worry about the ones who want to know more and those who believe yeah. so what does he do he goes back and he appoints a leader for every church that's been established he appoints a leader for every church Sometimes you don't know who you're going to appoint. You just got to let time reveal who God's put His hand upon. Don't be in a rush to appoint leaders, but let people define their lives. Well, they go back. Now this is going to be the leader of this church. You're going to be the leader of this church. And they go all the way back to Antioch. They bring a great report. Even in Jerusalem, they want to know, oh my goodness, oh my golly gosh. The first reference of OMGGG. God is working with people outside of the Jewish world. All I'm trying to say to you people is, when there's unity in the house, the Holy Spirit leads and progress is made. New territory is taken. New people are encouraged. New people come into the kingdom. Lost sons and daughters come back home. The church is strengthened. Boldness comes on the church. The Holy Spirit keeps leading. Young people are released into calling. Ministries are started. Churches are strengthened because of the grace of God is upon that which He has started, that which He will keep, and that which He will continue in Jesus' name.